Before I start with part seven of release, let me um, read something that, uh, that Bao had sent to me this morning. And she may have sent it to some of you guys too on the text message, but it just always excites me when, you know, you see how, you know, where we are, where God has us um, and it's lining up with other people. Um, and so she sent this text message uh, and it came from the um, prayer call that happens on Thursday night. Um, I, uh, I, I guess someone sends these out um, on the Thursdays and I've been sending them, but this one like really just like hit me. Um, so here's what it said. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, so here's what, yeah, here's what the text was to say about it. It says, um, uh, let my people go. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. There's a price paid for your freedom and it's already been paid. That's release. <laughs> Who the sun sets free is free indeed, right? And so it was cool to hear and to see how they're like kind of right on that same thing. And it goes in, here's what the prophetic word for uh, in that text message was. It says, um, it said, uh, uh, check yourself to see what has mastered you. I have commanded you to be free. We're talking about release, right? Uh, you have been redeemed and released. There's the word. Uh, yet there is still unnecessary struggle. And this is probably why we're where we are right now in release, where we're trying to figure out, okay, we've been redeemed, we've been set free, we've been released, but how do we walk in that release without all this unnecessary struggle because we've been released, right? We've been set free. It says, shake yourself free, change your mentality. Watch this. We talked about that, the mindset, right? And recognize that Pharaoh was drowned in the Red Sea. We talked about Egypt. Um, uh, open your eyes. Uh, behold, you're standing in the promised land, but your mentality is that of a slave, which you are no more. Uh, Proverbs 25, 28. Whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a, a city broken down without walls. Uh, but put on the Lord Jesus, exercise self-control, and experience new freedom. Uh, you have the victory. Um, I, can, I can forward that text message um, and, and that email over to everybody. But it, like I said, that came from uh, the, the prayer line leader uh, that we're connected with, with Val, and she hit right on, uh, or, or he, I'm not sure who's <laughs> he or she, sent this and hit right on with where we are with release. And so I love when you see these things starting to happen and you see, okay, my, I'll make sure I send it to you. You see this stuff happening and you see how God has us somewhere and someone else in the body is there too and it all comes together. It's just confirmation that, that this release is exactly where we need to be. Okay, so part seven, release part seven. Um, uh, oh, but just by way of preparation, in case I forget to mention it. Um, so again, we'll be on this call, uh, on, on this Zoom line on Sunday. Um, but next week, we're not going to be on the Tuesday or the Thursday. Um, I have evening work that I got to do. So we won't be on the call Tuesday of next week or Thursday of next week. I'm sorry, Tuesday and Thursday next week, there won't be a, next week, there won't be a weekday devotion. Um, but use the time, you know, to study and to, and to pray on your own release and, you know, go back and listen to, 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 to some of the stuff and, and use it as a time of, you know, obviously of, of your own devotion and things like that. Um, and by the way, if anybody on the call, you know, my, Sia, uh, Nisi, uh, Deacon Hackley, Val, if you guys want to, you can use my, my Zoom. I'll give you guys the account and make Sia a, a host. And you guys can get together and do whatever you want to do. I have to work. Like, I can still get together Tuesday or Thursday at 730 and do whatever you want to do. I'll, you know, I'll, you can use my Zoom. It's not a big deal. Um, all right, here we go. So this is one we're jumping into. This, this part seven is a surprise to me because because the, the, the spark from God uh, or the inspiration about part seven didn't come to me. Uh, it came to Sierra. Uh, uh, last Sunday, getting ready for, um, uh, uh, for uh, uh, 
speaking and expecting beyond the noise. That was the subject last Sunday. So I'm downstairs and it's kind of in the word. I'm finishing up. Um, and the Holy Spirit was speaking and then Sierra came down uh, and, and downstairs and, and got up early in the morning, uh, earlier than normal. And she said, listen, I got up. She said, and I heard God say evacuation, evacuation, evacuation. And I just kept hearing the word. I heard the word evacuation. And immediately I thought about release. Um, and, and so what we did was, and what I did, and what Sierra actually even did on her own, it came to me and talked to me a little bit about today, is we looked up what the word evacuate means. Uh, and to evacuate means to leave a place, watch this, in an orderly fashion for protection. To leave a place in an orderly fashion for protection. Another definition is to remove someone from a place of danger, watch this, to a safer place. Okay, so watch this. Evacuate means leaving a place in an orderly fashion for protection. Or another definition, removing someone from a place of danger to a safer place. Okay, now watch this. What we have to understand is, is that as God has us transitioning in this release, is that we talk about the different elements, the different angles. We talked about God releasing us. We talked about us releasing things. We talked about God releasing things to us. We have to understand that there are elements of release, and somebody may be experiencing this now, uh, 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 where your release is about getting you to a safer place, okay? Where, 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 where your release is all about getting you to a place of safety, safer where you are now. Now, watch this. This could be mentally. This could be emotionally. This could be spiritually. This could, be, this could be physically, this could be financially, this could, it, it's, it's about getting you from a place of danger to a safer place, okay? Not just leaving a certain place, because we all know they, listen, sometimes there's no point in leaving a place if you go on to, this, to, to, to just a different version of the same thing, you know what I mean? But it's about leaving a place, right, of danger to go to a safer place, again, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, that some of your release is literally an evacuation from a place that is dangerous for you and is taking you to a safer place. And it's all in your release. It's all in your getting up and going. It's all in your leaving, okay? Now watch this. And again, we talked about sometimes it's not a physical place. Sometimes it's a mental place. It's an emotional place. Sometimes it's a spiritual place. I gotta get up because where I am right now mentally, where I am right now spiritually, where I am uh, uh, right now emotionally is not good for me, okay? So I gotta go to a safer place. Now watch this. Here's what God said, that this is not like a warning sign. This is not, you know, like alarms going off like a hurricane to, to, to scare people or to scare you into thinking uh, that you need to be on the lookout for something dangerous that's going to happen in your life, okay? That's not what this is. That's not what the evacuation word is when it comes to release. It is, watch this, it's the Holy Spirit working. You want to read it in the Bible. It's the Holy Spirit working, giving you a heads up, okay? Giving you a heads up. Watch this that you're getting ready to be moved from a place to a safer place, right? So when you experience change, when you experience movement in your life, when you experience shaking in your life, when you experience the unsettledness of having to move or something changing, that you understand that things aren't falling apart, this is just part of my evacuation, okay? So watch this, watch this. So, 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 so when people start acting funny, okay, uh, uh, or, 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 or towards you or about you or whatever it is or, or continue to act funny about you when things at work or maybe things at home or maybe you just feel an unsettled 
weakness in your spirit. God is trying to tell you, I'm, I'm giving you a heads up right now that in order to evacuate you, I have to have you leave a place, okay? Watch this, in an orderly fashion, okay? And I've got to take you out of this place and put you somewhere new. And so there's movement that comes with that, okay? There's, there, there, there's changes that comes with that. There's unsettledness that comes with that, okay? And so people don't like change. We don't like movement. We like things to stay the same. That's right, that's right, Christmas, that's right, it's just like that song. Your, your world's not falling apart, it's falling into place. It's God telling you that things aren't breaking down around you, they're coming together, okay? It's part of your evacuation. It's part of me moving you to a safer place, amen? All right, and so you're being evacuated for your own safety. Now, I want you to watch this. Go to Matthew uh, chapter 2, verse 13. We're going to look at uh, some, some biblical examples of, of biblical evacuations. Again, of the Holy Spirit giving a heads up. That when you feel this shaking, don't, don't be too concerned. It may be unsettling. Don't you worry. Nothing's bad happening to you. I'm just evacuating you to a safer place. This is what that word, this is what when God gave that word to see it. This is what it is. Here we go. Matthew chapter 2, verse 13. Uh, we'll probably read down to, to 21, or you can read down to 21 in your own time. If I don't get down to 21, you, you can read on your own time. Here we go. Um, uh, now, when they had departed, these are the, the, the three... Um, the, the, the three magi who visited Jesus. I think it's born. Now, when they had departed, those three magi, uh, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph. Here we go. In a dream, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt. Flee to Egypt. Watch this. He, leave. Go. Get out of there. Flee to Egypt. Stay there until I bring you. Stay there until I bring you a word. For Herod will seek the young child to what? Destroy him. This is literally an evacuation. This is the Holy Spirit, this angel of the Lord, coming to Joseph in a dream, saying, you need to get the baby, you need to get the mother, and y'all need to get out of here and go to Egypt. You need to what? Evacuate. And stay there because Herod is trying to destroy the child. So I'm taking you from here because I see the danger, and we're taking you to what? A safer place. Okay? And he says, don't leave. Watch this. Don't leave until I tell you, right? Now watch this, 14. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. They got out of there, okay? At night. Uh, uh, had to sneak out. Here we go. And, 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 and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, out of Egypt I called my son. Uh, and so that's, that's in, when you read verse 16, it talks about um, Herod got upset with the wise men. Verse 15 talks about they stayed until Herod died. 15 is almost like reviewing how long they stayed, and then it's like joining the story in progress in, in verse 16, okay? So because it can be confusing if, if you're not aware of that. Um, 16, then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry um, and sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and all its districts. Remember, the Holy Spirit told them this, this was going to happen. You need to get up and evacuate. Remember, we talked about this is not to scare you. This is to give you a heads up that when things start to happen, understand it's part of your release. Understand it's part of your evacuation, okay, that you're getting out of there. Remember last week, get me the heck out of here? Sometimes we talked about how sometimes that's not, sometimes that's messy. Sometimes it's not clean. Sometimes it's uncomfortable, okay? And so the Holy Spirit is letting us know when you feel that shaking, when you feel it's uncomfortable, it's just part of your evacuation, taking you from this place to a safer, safer place. Um, now let's go down to, to verse 19. Uh, now, when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to, uh, to Joseph in Egypt. Remember, he said, stay there until I tell you it's safe to come out, right? Now, here we go. So they stayed there. Now, after Herod died, verse 19, so the angel of the Lord appeared 
in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who have sought the young child's life are dead. And so we told him, listen, I've got to pull you out. I want you to stay right here, and I'll come back for you when it's time to move again. Sometimes we, we get so anxious for, uh, uh, you know, okay, God, you told me to do this. Now what do I do? What do I do? Where's the fresh word? Where's the fresh word? Sometimes the best thing you can do is just do the last thing God told you to do. <laughs> come on, come on. The best, listen, the best thing, the best thing for Joseph to do in that situation was the last thing the angel of the Lord told him to do, which was to get out of town, go to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you something else. Sometimes we want to go from conference to conference. We want to go from uh, 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 church to church, a series to series, and we scroll on the internet trying to find something fresh, and God is trying to tell us when literally God has already told you what to do, and all you need to do is continue to do what he told you to do while he works everything else out. He's trying to evacuate you from a situation, come on, and put you somewhere safer until he works these things out. And watch this, we want to talk about another biblical evacuation coming up soon. But he wants to take you from that situation. He wants to put you somewhere else. And he's telling you, I'm going to instruct you on what to do. But I need you not to be anxious trying to search for what the next thing is. I'm going to tell you the next thing when it's time for you to get the next thing. Amen? Somebody's got to put their phone on mute. Um, because I hear a little bit of, it sounds like somebody might be either turning the Bible or eating Cheetos. It's crunchy. And that's good. Uh, see, it's got dinner cooking. I got to get off this line real quick. Um, <laughs> I'm hungry. No, and so, and so, and so, again, he told Joseph to leave, right? Go to Egypt, and I'll tell you what to do next. And what did he do? He left, he went to Egypt, and he waited until the spirits told him to leave and go to Israel, right? And so that's what we got to get comfortable doing. We got to get comfortable with the fact that, you know what? God told me this a while back, and he hasn't said nothing else, and I'm going to keep doing what he told me to do until he instructs me else, uh, otherwise. Amen? Here we go. Uh, our second uh, biblical uh, evacuation example. Uh, let's go to Exodus. We're going to read about Moses. Watch this. Um, Exodus, uh, chapter, Exodus chapter 2. All right, Exodus chapter 2. Um, verse 1. You can read verse 1 um, through... Verse 10. And really, you probably got to start back in chapter one because um, it gives you it gives you the, 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 the background. Basically, what happens before Moses is born is the fact that uh, so uh, the children of Israel were in Egypt years ago as a provision uh, as Joseph worked on the Pharaoh. Uh, but they stayed there a little too long. Joseph died. The Pharaoh who allowed them to stay there died and generations had passed. And so uh, the new Pharaoh had no clue about Joseph. You know, we got all these Hebrew people here. Um, they're growing. Um, and, and so we'll make them slaves. Uh, and so they, they, they made them slaves. And the more they oppressed them, they grew more and more and more. So this Pharaoh says, well, what we're going to do, we talk to the midwives. He said, when the, Hebrew, when the Hebrew women give birth, what I want you to do is check to see if the baby is a, is, is a boy or a girl. And if it's a girl, she's fine. If it's a boy, kill him. Because they wanted to stop them from growing, right? Um, and, and so that's the backdrop into Moses' birth. So Exodus chapter 2. A man of the house of Levi uh, went and took as his wife a daughter of Levi. So the woman conceived and bore a son. So remember, the midwives at this point, but if you read the story also in chapter one, you see that the midwives um, kind of covered up a little bit because they didn't want to do that, you know what I mean? And, and, and so they were a blessing from God uh, to, the, to the Hebrew people. Here we go. So the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, watch this, she hid him for three months, okay? So, because they were trying to kill him. So he was hiding, right? Watch this, hiding him for three months in a place that was dangerous for him to be, okay? Now watch this. But when she could no longer hide him, she took an ark of uh, bulrushes uh, for him, daubed it with asphalt, 
and pitch and put the child in it and laid it in the reeds by the riverbank. So watch this. He was in a place that was dangerous, hidden, right, for three months. But there came a point where he couldn't hide anymore. And sometimes that's us where we're in a place um, and, and, and it's a place that may not be the best for us, right, whether it's immensely, emotionally. And, and sometimes we're getting by, right? You can consider yourself hidden, right? But there was a point in time where he couldn't hide no more and God had to then make a way, right, for him to survive and for his evacuation. And now look, it's interesting. Once you've been revealed, it's so funny because we talked about this Sunday, how some people like you better as a beggar. It's so funny how, how, how once you've been revealed, right, uh, that there will be some who are upset because of who God made you. And it ain't got nothing to do with you. It ain't got nothing. They just upset at the fact that God made you or doing certain things through you, right? Once it's been revealed, right? Watch this. And it's amazing what people will do when they feel threatened. This is totally irrational that the Pharaoh would want every single male child born to a Hebrew woman to be murdered. People do some irrational things and some crazy things when they feel threatened. Watch this by the God that's in you, okay? Now watch this, his protection was for, his uh, evacuation was for his protection, but don't forget he, was, he, he then was inside the house of Pharaoh's daughter, right? So for his nourishment and for his preparation for what God had. And so, so God, watch this, we talked about taking uh, Jesus and Joseph and Mary, putting them to a place that's safe. Now watch this, he's taking Moses and his evacuation was all about nourishment and preparation for the period of, of, of the purpose that he had for him, right? Of, take, uh, of delivering um, uh, the Hebrews from the Egyptians. And so sometimes you're evacuated to that safer place because the safer place is now a place of preparation for you. We talked about the fact that God has a release in you where he's going to be releasing you into ministry, into service, into doing his, his work for us, which we saw was what? Reconciling the world back to him, right? Through whatever various gifts that he's given you. And so there is a, a, a place of preparation. And sometimes God's got to uh, evacuate you from where you are now, like he did Moses, to put you, take, the, take you out of danger, but to put you in a place where your gift and your talent is being prepared and is preparing you and has got you in this incubation stage because your release, just like Moses' release, is coming, but it's coming years and years down the road. But again, like I said to, Jesus, to Joseph, don't move until I tell you to move. Amen? Here we go. Things that need to be protected. These are our evacuation points. Watch this, because we talked about that it's not necessarily physical, right, all the time. It, 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 it's, it's some of the non-tangible, uh, the intangible things, right? Now watch this. Things that need to be protected while God will take you out. When it comes to your peace, amen? Amen? Sometimes we do things and we sacrifice peace. We have a peace of mind. We sacrifice peace with people. We sacrifice peace, peace at home, and it ain't worth it. We have to, listen, we have to protect our peace. Go to Isaiah 26.3. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Some verses say he'll keep you in perfect peace if your mind has stayed on him. Sometimes we have to evacuate and do whatever we have to do. Watch this, we'll be evacuated to a place, to a mindset, to where we can keep our mind stayed on him because it'll keep us in perfect peace. I can't give certain things mental space anymore. I can't, that's right, Sierra, amen, protecting my peace. That's right, my peace, amen, we want peace. Listen, because I can't give you this mental space. I have to keep it on God because my peace is too, is too valuable, right? And so I have to now mentally evacuate from a few situations, from a few obligations. That's just pulling my mind and pulling my heart and pulling my mental each and every way, and it ain't worth my peace. I gotta get out of there. I have to evacuate, and I've gotta give that mental space back to God and keep my mind stayed on him, amen? All right, something else. Uh, that we're talking about protecting. Number uh, uh, two, my heart. Got to protect my heart. 
Go to Proverbs 20, uh, uh, 4.23. That's right, Ma. It's not worth it. It ain't worth it. They want your peace. Jesus said, listen, he says, this peace I give to you, the world can't take it, right? But, uh, it's not the peace like the world gives it. It's a different type of peace. So here we go. Proverbs 4.23. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Here we go. Some evacuations are about guarding and protecting your heart. Because like the Bible says, for everything you do flows from it. Amen. And it's, and, 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 and it's, and it's too important. And our last one is uh, check out Matthew 6, 22 and 23. So it says the lamp of the body is the eye. Got to protect our eyes. Got to protect what we see, protect what we hear. We got to protect the messages that we receive uh, uh, from our eyes and from our ears. Um, um, because that also goes into the stuff that we speak, things that we say. Remember, we talked about speech therapy. It says, the lamp of the body is the eye. Uh, if therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, the whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light uh, that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Listen, that word came uh, from the Lord through Sierra last week talking about evacuation. And it literally, it is not to scare, it is only to warn, to be on the lookout as a heads up that when things start shaking and things start changing and things get a little unsettled, it is literally you being evacuated from the place where you are now, like the definition is in an orderly fashion, come on, for your own protection. Amen. Amen. And so don't count it strange when things start acting a little weird. Just understand what is happening. This is part of my release. I am being released from whatever, from, from all this stuff. I got you, my amen, amen.